0: Well, hello, my friends. I hope you're doing well t- today. I am recording this on January 6th, and as many of you have seen the news, you've seen the Capitol get stormed. and earlier part of the day, there was some change in the Georgia. And the political climate and the world as we know it definitely is shaping up to be interesting already for 2021. I will let you know that I have a four-legged co-host with me. Her name is Luna. She decided that she wanted to record here with me. So if we hear an extra meow in the back, um <laughs> it's just my cat. She didn't want to leave. And I had the notion to go on and record. And I have to do that, guys. If i always wait for things to get super perfect guess what perfect never comes so life happens and we're people and we're human and that's what this is all about we're not about perfection we're about messaging and the messaging that i want to convey to you all tonight is show up as your best self show up as your best self and help those in your community and right in your own backyard even if it's in your own home and i think that's the bigger thing that we can contribute to make the world a better place. It's not looking through social media, it's being present right now in the world that we live in. And you know, not that we need a reminder that we're still all in a pandemic, we still owe the social responsibility to be the best citizens that we can be. We have a future of generations that are looking to us to be the examples of leadership. And while our leadership may not be showcasing the best, we know how to govern ourselves. We don't need anyone to show us how to show up and be present to be our best selves. And I think, if nothing else, for 2021, I think the best thing that we can do is continue to contribute to our world in a positive way. And oftentimes we think, well, I'm not big enough, meaning maybe you don't know that many people or maybe you don't have the income. Maybe you don't have the education you think you should have. But we're all equipped and ready right where we are. You know, there's people who are poised at a microphone and it can say anything. But we all make a valuable contribution in the society where we are. We do it with our co-workers, our colleagues, same thing, same word. Uh, maybe our clients, we do it with, you know, so many people within our community. And that's where we need to continue to have the traction. And we need to see things in big picture. You know, we're not always going to be on the same side. There's a way that we can respectfully agree to disagree. But when we get to the point where we have to invoke violence and that, you know, the right for other people to exist and breathe becomes an issue. That is problematic. And I believe that's gotten severely, grossly out of hand. And as I begin my 2021, just as everyone else, my biggest goal is to be a contributor. 2020 was a year of reflection for me. It was about really finding out how I was showing up in the world and what situations that were distracting me from being my best self. And my best self is when I'm able to operate from a place of grace and gratitude. And when I can look at doing things bigger in the world than just myself, I had a drive yesterday after I came from my caregiving duties, and I, um, you know, I'm not religious, but I pray. And my prayer to our creator, wherever you call him, God, whatever you respond to or don't, was that I just don't want to cultivate an income to pay my creditors or to give my kids all the creature comforts and even myself. But I want to do something on a level that I can help so many people. And I got a little feeling of that this past Christmas, where I was able to affect the lives of other people. And they were in my own backyard. True transparency, uh, because I believe that community starts at home. But it felt really good to be able to help And give to people in a way that I hadn't been able to do before or even orchestrated it well. Because I think oftentimes I've given to other organizations or causes, but to be really planful and really plan it out and affect more than a handful of people, um, that brought joy to me this year. And I said, I don't have to just do that for Christmas Now, as I mentioned, you know, I I do donate to other organizations throughout the year, but I want to have a purpose in showing up in my community. And everybody has their thing. There are some people who cook really well. There are some people who are able to do a service. However, you can show up. Because I think in the past, I always had this Thing inside me that I wanted to give and be there for my community. But there were many years financially that I could barely be there for myself, if I can be honest. How can I help another single mom and I'm struggling to put food on my table? And the tables turned and I was able and I am able to do more than I did 10 years or more. But I want to take that passion and expand it. And want to also show my community and my own children the importance of being a giver and putting back into the community. Years ago, when I moved away from my hometown, it was so freeing. And any young person who's went away to college or left their hometown, you understand what it feels like. You feel like sometimes when you're in your own hometown, you can't get ahead. You know, you're haunted by whatever happened in high school, you know, the friends, the cliques, things that didn't go right. Maybe you're at a dead end job and you're just looking for a break. And I had the fever in my early 20s. I just knew I was meant for something different. I didn't know exactly what it was, but I knew that the life that I had in front of me wasn't my end all. And I'm so glad I believed in myself enough to keep moving forward. Just like, um, you know, that movie Nemo, you know, keeps keeps going forward, keeps swimming, you know, and and that's how we really have to live our lives. We just got to sometimes keep going forward, even when we don't know where that direction may lead us. And if I can tell my 20-year-old self, Um, anything, that I'm so proud of her for taking that leap of faith and moving to a new town and starting over. And while I was in a town and I was very isolated and it took me a while to really get into being where I lived, I was able to successfully raise three little beautiful children at this town. And no, the marriage didn't end in a fairy tale, but It taught me about self-love and preservation. And those lessons I hold within me each day. And for any of you who are afraid to do something that you've never done before, or you don't understand how it's all going to work, even in your best laid plans, things are going to happen that you couldn't even imagine. And I did this move before there was social media. And for those of you who are young, you can't even imagine moving to a new town without a cell phone. And we had to do everything by public transportation for the first few months of us getting into this uh, town. And it was crazy because, you know, we literally had to get organized by newspaper and bus routes, you know, that we picked up at the bus depot and figure out this new town on our own. And it wasn't social media to do it. And I left my hometown making minimum wage then at 425. <laughs> I laughed because how do people eat off of 425 an hour? And I remember I knew I couldn't make it off of that and there had to be something better than that so I go to this uh, town and at the time he was my boyfriend he wasn't my husband but my boyfriend was finishing up his college his last year of college and I decided I was going to go take a visit with him so I go take this visit with the boyfriend for a weekend. And I happened to find a job and the job paid three times as much. And this was in the nineties, <laughs> uh, three times as much as I was making. Remember, I just said 425. And I remember I called cause it was paper. Then remember we're not in the digital age. This is old fashioned classified. I remember calling this uh, temporary agency and I think it was called Kelly and they needed a temp right away. And this temporary agency uh, put me in with a insurance company and it was a life insurance company. And I started out in the mailroom, And I remember um, being nervous about how was I gonna get back and forth to work And I got a bus pass and I figured out the logistics of, you know, how I had to get to work. And of course, um, for those of you who ever had to ride transportation, you know, you have to get up at least if you feel like three hours early just to be on time. Because, you know, with the buses and the timing, you you can't leave anything to chance. So I get this job and this job was like my dream come true. And I remember I was scared to death to tell my parents that I had got this job and I wasn't going to come back home. And let me throw in a monkey wrench on this too. I had a one-year-old. So I had a brand new little baby and I'm in this new city, no car, no social media, no cell phones, and I have this brand new job. And let me tell you, To see my first paycheck, you would have thought I went to Disney World, you know, from coming from a city where I'm literally scraping by and my parents were so supportive and something I want to share with you, parents who have kids that are in their early 20s. Now, this is the type of kid I was. I, I know all the kids aren't this way, but I had a lot of pride. I wanted to do so many things myself, and I cringed at having to ask my parents for anything. I would rather walk through glass than have to pick up the phone and call my parents. And it was so many times I had to call my parents, and I just felt inadequate. And again, I want to insert to my younger self, Sean, you didn't know what you didn't know. You were just getting started. So there were so many things that were hitting you that you couldn't have had the answers to. Only going through is how you overcame. So I get the job, got the one-year-old. I start working this job, and maybe a week or two passes. And then finally I let the cat out that I'm going to do this move. And I come back, and just like a young person, I go back to my old... uh, Place I was living in, you know, which was a couple of hours away. My apartment, I gave away so much stuff. I don't even think I did a thorough cleanup. Now, luckily for me, I was relatively young and I didn't have the life experience home. And I call the life experiences home where you have all the little tchotchkes and you have a lot of kitchen air, kitcheny stuff and all the little decorations. I was literally had a bachelorette pad with a couple of items for a toddler. (laughs) So I didn't have much, but I let so many things go and I had to start over. And that was scary and freeing at the same time. And I started that job with no formal education and insurance late, you know, ever. And 20 years later, to be an account executive working at an insurance company, I have come full circle. And I tell people that, you know, it's in those very beginnings that make you who you are. It's not arriving at the place. It's all the different steps that it takes to get there. And there are not easy shortcuts. And if someone's doing shortcuts, trust me, it's not going to last long. We get there by hard work. Doesn't mean that you have to work yourself to the bone, but it does mean that you have to be methodical. It does mean that you have to put in time. It does mean that you really have to understand your craft. And that's whatever you do. People who are really good at what they are doing, they fall into two categories. They're naturally gifted on some level. And then there are people who are blessed with, I call it inherent knowledge of experience. Meaning that at this point in my parent experience, I'm a gr- wonderful parent to young children because I've had the opportunity to do it three times over <laughs> where somebody who's just doing it one time, they're just getting to go at it. So I didn't come into it being perfect. I began to perfect it over time. And there are people like LeBron James who are born with talent. Doesn't mean that he doesn't put in the effort, but it just means that he not only matches the effort, he also has the gift and combined and continuously working on it as things progress in his career, it makes him better and better. So I want to tell any persons that, it doesn't matter where you start, just start somewhere. And that the road is to be enjoyed. Because when I look back and I'm almost 50 now and all the travel places I've been and jobs I've had and things that I've endured, I can laugh about a lot of those experiences or I can see the bigger picture. And you realize as you get older that you don't have a lot of time here. No one gives you the death itinerary. You don't get the pamphlet to say, hey, you're checking out on this day. But what you get is each day that you wake up and you get to partake in being here is making traction to something better. And when I started in my early 20s, I didn't know how it would all figure it out. I really didn't. But there was something inside me that I always knew I wanted better. And I grew into the person I am. To, and I'm, I'm continuously growing. And I'm not afraid to show the game, air quotes. You know, so many times people get to certain levels in their career, in their life, and they want to keep all the, I call it, secret snacks to themselves and the blessing is to be able to share that knowledge with someone else and we're very fearful oftentimes especially as we get older that someone's going to come and take something i'm going to share with you something i heard many years ago i think it was a barbara walter interview don't quote me here but i remember they were talking about um a particular singer, and I won't mention the singer's name, I don't want to polarize people, but they were talking about this particular singer. And this particular singer had so many hits and they were just on fire for so many years. And we've all had people that we can look back at in entertainment that we're like, oh my God, these people were like super great. But at some time, you get eclipsed doesn't mean that you're not relevant anymore. It just means that there is a new rising star and none of us are going to be where we are forever. You know, there are many iterations to my lifetime that I have. This current iteration is where I am today, but I'll be talking from another point of view in 10 years of where that iteration led me. And A lot of times people are fearful that someone is going to take something, but everything happens in cycles. Just as you're not going to be a little toddler mom forever, those kids are going to grow up and they're going to have their own lives. And the job that you have today, maybe in five or 10 years, you may not be at that job. And then there'll be someone else that'll be doing the very thing that you perfected. And you thought, there's no way there's anybody that's going to come behind me and do better. Well, guess what? There are stars born every day in delivery rooms all over the world. And we all come with our presence and our magic. And our magic is different. And each generation gets better. And it doesn't make what you did less important or less shiny. It just means that that space and time you held a certain light, a certain position. And then once that sun sets and a new crop of people come in, there are some people who will always remain what I call a classic. You know, if we look at sports, we look at John Elway, we look at Michael Jordan, we look at Isaiah Thomas, I'm just naming out names, Larry Bird, you know, they will always have places in history for where they were in their craft. They'll never be another one of those people. There'll be subsequent players who may play the game well, but if they will play on their level of wellness. But it did not negate that at that time, those people didn't have their star. And just like you, you're going to have your star. So enjoy the journey because it all goes so quickly. And it's so easy to get caught up in what's happening every second of the day. And really it's in the little things that are the big things. And I say this to parents a lot because there's a part of me that I can pinch myself that I get it now. And um, I have to craft this book, um, (laughs) letters from a crappy mom, you know, and I don't think I was a crappy mom, but I just didn't get it at the time. I get it now. And when you're young and maybe if you're old, I don't, you know, we can put all kinds of labels on it, but I just didn't see the bigger picture. And I remember when I had my first kid, I was grumpy mom. You know, I would get up and I'd be rushing around and I just wasn't kind and I didn't have the patience. And then when kid number two came, I was a little bit more flexible. But by the time baby number three came, that was like about eight years in between the oldest and the youngest. I I had softened a bit to see the bigger picture that, oh my gosh, I set the tone for her day. If I get up barking and screaming and giving her all this negative energy, she's going to go to school and not be able to focus on learning. She's not going to be able to see that her mommy loves her and that The biggest, most important thing that I want for her is to have happiness in her day. But it has to start at home. And I think that's when I really began to understand the totality of, oh, now I get it. Because you're making memories. Each day we get up, we're making a memory and we just don't know it. It becomes another day and another day and another day. And it's in all the small things that we are really sowing seeds for the big things. And I know I chalked a lot in this episode, and I hope you can follow along. But the takeaways I really want you to invoke here is that enjoy the path. Be the light where you are. Understand that you have the power to make somebody's life better from where you are. We all come into this world with our own magic. Where you are today doesn't guarantee that you'll be even there five years from now. None of us get a death itinerary. So we have to invoke making our lives for the better today as best as we can. And this is to my younger generation of people, enjoy the unknown. You don't have to have it all figured out, but you got to get on the path and get started to get it figured out. And for those of us who feel like it's too late, learn to let the past go and don't hold yourself hostage. There's always opportunity for you to make change. Your change will be a more planful change because there's a little bit more on the line to lose when we're older. But I will say you can do it. I have my next episode with my wonderful aunt and we are talking about change as we get older and you're going to love that episode. It's going to touch on so many wonderful things. So my friends, I leave you with this. Be the change that you want to be. Show up for your life. Forgive yourself. Namaste, my friends.